HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive, who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm gonna do this to protect myself. Do it for them, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. You probably got all wet on Monday for the 4th of July. Now you're about to get wet all over again with Nora's smut tail this week. She's telling me it's good, so I believe her. She has eh. never let us down before. Well, it, this the book, the two books that I just read were not as uh, spicy as some of my other books that I've read. So, so you're admitting that they're not as good. Well, I mean, but you told me it was good. I mean, okay, it wasn't. It's not bad. Um, the, I mean, at least the quote that I have isn't bad. But I think overall, the last two books were kind of like, eh. I've read better spice. <clears throat> Man, I hope that this week can live up to the weeks prior. Last week you had a good one, I know. which I thought was legit. So. Now we get to find out. Yeah, but last week was the Tessa Bailey one. So, like, Tessa Bailey isn't going to let us down. So this author will let you down. Who is this author? Um, her name is Tara Civic. S-I-V-E-C, I believe. She drive a Honda? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't she drive a Honda? Well, it's spelled differently, but... Um, or maybe it's CVAC. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But I like the storyline. Well, like, let's give it. What's the name of the book? This one was Swing and a Mishap. This was the baseball book. Baseball. Yes. There's a lot of great references that you could use for a romance novel. Novel with baseball. Yes. You got and, balls. You got bat. You got wood. Yeah, and this was the second book of her series. It's Summer Sweet Island series. So the first one was the golf one. The second one is this baseball one. The third one is like a kind of like a Christmas themed. Um, the fourth one is football, and then I don't really know what the theme of the last one is, <clears throat> but let's say it's basketball. No, because it's the mom. The mom is the last book. What could hers be about? I don't Being know. Being at the PTA, but I feel like she's a PTA mom. No, because gets... all of the kids are older. All the kids are like in her in their thirties. The mom owns an ice cream shop. Mm, that's a sticky place. She's the one that I said in the book that I learned that doing it in a, like a stand-in freezer helps with nipple stimulation. Ah, yeah. So I learned some things in the book. Got to stay out of the frozen food section, so your so your nipples don't harden. Got to stay out. So I've got my quote from this book, and then another book that I finished today. I have there's a quote 
and I wanted to ask your opinion on it. Okay. <clears throat> so. Let's hear it. Okay, so here's my first quote from Swing and a Mishap. Christ, your pussy tastes like heaven, Shepherd growls before taking another long swipe of with his tongue, spreading me wider with his thumbs, his breath panting over my pulsing clit, when he stops just before his tongue gets to it and drives me out of my mind. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever <laughs> heard the word clit be used so eloquently. Eloquently. Thank you. I try hard. <laughs> I mean, it was perfect. Thanks. That author deserves a New York Times bestseller on that one and Nobel Peace Prize for working that <laughs> in the way that she did. I mean, she was pretty funny that there were comments of like the girl, uh, which her character, <clears throat> his name is Ren, and she's like, oh, we should try it this way. I've read this in romance novels and it always sound fun to me. And so she made kind of like those quirky comments of referencing smutty romance books in it. Mm -hmm. Or when she was, when the, when Ren was like, oh, I'm going to make a list of like everything I want to do. And she's like, that'll be fun. We'll make a list and we'll go in alphabetical order. And she just kind of had like some funny, like quirkiness to it. Mm -hmm. um, but she's like, we'll go in alphabetical order, starting with the blow job. Uh, she goes, because anal, she's like, we'll have to push anal back for maybe a special occasion like your birthday. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> you can't just cop out on that. If you are agreeing to do something like that, An do the alphabet, <laughs> you can't just skip over A. You got to go, you got to go A, said, B, C. She said special occasion. No, she? no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, at no time is there a special occasion where the alphabet starts with a B. <laughs> but she just had other quirks of like, when he asked her, he goes, what are your thoughts on phone sex? And she goes, I don't really know how to do that. I'll have to Google. Like, do you go, then I go, or do we just keep going? Is it on the phone? Is it through text messages? She's like, do I have to be wearing clothes when I do this? And she's like, never mind. I'll just Google and get back to you. So it was just kind of like some fun, like quirkiness. That would kill the mood, most definitely, if they were asking all those questions. Because then in my mind... I would be thinking, man, she went through all of this in order to find out exactly what she has to do. Oh, but the funny thing, but like to me, the quirkiness was like, wow, if if you ever asked to like, which we're never really ever apart to like do long or do long distance to like need to do this. But like if we were ever apart and you're like, let's, you know, let's sex or do phone sex. I'd be like, let me Google what I'm supposed to say. Because that would be me. So that's why I was laughing at it. You would really have to do that? Yes. I don't think you would. Yeah, I would. You don't give yourself enough credit. Like, I, I don't think that you're in that spot where you would think that, I don't know, I just don't think that would be your sort of personality. I figure you would figure that out. Me, the extrovert, would just figure it out. I also feel like some of the things that they say in in romance or smut books I would just die laughing saying like to you in real life. Well, now I want to hear this. Okay. Off the podcast. Okay. All right. I, I, we've, we've had some good stories off the podcast. <laughs> I had my buddy Taylor ask me last week what it was, what the kink was. Anyone ask you about it? Um, I was telling Rachel that you wouldn't say it on the podcast. And she goes, she asked if that was your cop out because you didn't have one or you didn't know what yours was. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, he knew what his was. 
And this is why I married him because he made sure not to say it on the podcast because I would have not been happy if you said it on the podcast. Yeah, you would have you would have been really embarrassed. I don't think that you could look at anyone that listens to this podcast straight in the face again. No. I don't I don't think I could. I would be telling all of your secrets. I know. And like I just Nora's no. secrets. No, I just can't. I mean, I guess it's just like it's awkward enough that like Taylor knows, but like that's also like your best friend Taylor. So like I can't be mad that he knows because like you got to have one friend that you tell all of your like. Who's your friend that you tell all that stuff to? Um, I have multiple. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Different things. I mean. <laughs> I I honestly only have one friend that I would ever tell all those. I like, feel like Britannia and Rachel are probably. Okay. I only have one person that I go to. And the reason why. That's your is, only friend. <laughs> no. Well, slightly. But I feel like when you have that person that you know that you can trust with everything that comes out of your mouth without getting out there ever again. Yeah. When you have that friend, you find that it's just easy to tell them and have that conversation. I'm not saying you don't have that relationship with multiple friends, but still, even if I did, I would still only trust one person. I mean, I guess, I mean, I've got, you know, Britannia and Sarah and, and Kristen and Haley, but you also have to remember, like I had Britannia and Sarah and Haley come from my bachelorette party and they did my boudoir shoot for me. So, like, that's a pretty big level of trust right there. Yes, but I feel like with girls, they're a lot more comfortable doing things like that. You don't want Taylor to take your boudoir pictures? No. Wow. He's probably seen me naked, but <laughs> I don't want... I, I don't think he has, actually. But in all honesty, I think, like, with me, I have that that mindset that... The more people you tell, the more of a possibility that it, it gets out that there. it can get out. That's why yeah. I only have one person that I ever go to. I would, I don't, then I'd probably say Rachel because she also reads smut with me. So like, she's going to give me kind of more of like a judgment free. Yeah. Where like, she's going to be like, yeah, no, I totally understand why like that works for you or that doesn't work for you. So I'd probably, you mean... But I also, like, I, I don't have a friend that I'm, like, that I text every single time. Like, I don't be, like, got laid this morning. You think I do that? I don't know. I don't do that. Okay, I'm just being, I don't know what you text, Taylor. I don't, I don't give play-by-play. Play. Okay, well, that makes me feel better. Okay, so here's my other quote that happened in this last book. And as I was reading it, I was like, do you guys enjoy this? Because again, so you want my opinion? Yes, on this. I want okay. your opinion on this. Because all right, let's hear it then. I don't know. I feel like read it. Okay. She pressed her hand to his chest, and her lips followed. She was shaking as she kissed his pecs and slicked her tongue over his nipple. His hard length twitched between them. Her hands moved down his back, and she clenched his ass as she sealed her mouth over his nipple and sucked. His hips bucked forward, white hot pleasures tearing through him. So my question is, do Guys, like, their nipples sucked. Um, I don't know. I've never had my nipples sucked, and I would never expect anyone to suck on my nipples. I, I hope, have I hope no one else. 
I have hair around my areolas, so I, I wouldn't <laughs> expect anyone to be licking those. Okay. Maybe you'll have to, maybe, <laughs> Taylor, if you're listening, we need your opinion. Or I thought you were going to say, why don't you shave your nipples and then we'll figure this out. That's what I thought you were no. going to say. No, because if I can get out of doing it, I'll do, I'm going to find an alternate route. I just, I wasn't sure if maybe a previous experience before me, you had. I'm you sure had, there's a lot of dudes out there that like that. Because like she did it like three or four times in this book. And so I was like, wow, is this like a thing that, that men enjoy? And I am just failing in this department. I, I honestly have no idea. I've never talked to any dude that has had that happen to them. So I, I don't know. Because I know how you said like there was like that thing going around where like women want to like peg their husbands because of like. Yeah. And like a man would like enjoy that because the wife is like taking control. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure if this was like another weird sex thing that I was like, wow, am I completely oblivious to this? I'm sure it happens in porn all the time. I have the never, I've never, an, um, an actor's nipple. I'm sure it happens. There might be a whole category on that on Pornhub. <laughs> nipple sucking. Nipple sucking. I mean, I bet you it's a huge category, just as big as some people's areolas. <laughs> I just I wanted your opinion on it, but obviously. I've never done it. You've never received it. We are not the people to be answering that. We'll have to find someone. And I feel like the only place that we can actually find someone is if we went like on a swingers website. And we don't need to get involved in that lifestyle. No. We're all good. Well, thank you for your do-do-do-do-do-do-do smut tale this week. Thanks. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for stopping by. I have some other stuff that I'm going to talk about on the podcast. All right. I'm going to go read. All right, you have fun reading. That is Miss Nora. Give her a round of applause. Woo! Oh, and in our dog, Rory. She came by, too. She is an excellent, not guest. I was going to say guest, but um, no, not co-host. I would say audience member. She gets to see it all happen live. So the fact that she gets to see it all happen live, she understands how the sausage is made. And I bet you she leaves once Nora goes up too. Maybe not. It looks like she's going to hang down here with me to finish recording the podcast. Wow. I feel honored, Rory. Nope, now she's leaving. Now she is leaving with Nora. As you hear Nora's voice and the laughter that fills the background right now. You know who came back this week, or last week, pretty strong? Out of nowhere, Radio Shack came back. I mean, I didn't know that they were still around. Turns out they're not really still around. Someone bought the name Radio Shack. But whoever operates this Radio Shack's Twitter account should be, sh should win some sort of prize should be person of the year for all of their awesome takes and all of their awesome tweets that they're sending out just being so random. It is awesome. Absolute awesome. So what Radio Shack now currently is, is 
basically um, like Coinbase type of currency. So it's like, um, what is it? The Dogecoin or um, let's see, Ethereum or Bitcoin. It's like that. That's essentially what Radio Shack is now. But this company bought the IP so they could use Radio Shack's old Twitter handle. They could use their website. They could get all that stuff done with it. But like some of their tweets, due to inflation, six inches is now nine inches. That's great news for a guy like me. For someone that doesn't have a lot of lot of heat, that's good news. That inflation is actually helping me out too. Never thought that it would help me out like that, but it is. Here is just a random ass tweet. This is from June 28th. It says, just took an upper decker at Applebee's AMA. Which, if you don't know what AMA stand for, stands for, it stands for Ask Me Anything. Who's the person behind this? And most of the time, Applebee's does lead you to get really bad diarrhea. No matter what you get from there. Nora and I had our first date at Applebee's. I'm pretty sure I got diarrhea from it. Pretty sure I did. I mean, these tweets just keep getting better and better over time. So the fact that someone can hide behind this and just tweet whatever the hell they want, it's awesome. Let's see. I'm looking for another great tweet from them. But if you don't follow Radio Shack, I suggest you to go to Twitter and follow Radio Shack because, like I said... It has become awesome. I've only been into one Radio Shack in my life. I never realized that Radio Shack was so damn popular. The first one that I remember ever seeing was when I lived down in Jacksonville, Illinois. And it was open in 2016. 2015, actually, it might have closed in 2015. Because I remember going in there. I'm like, what the hell can Radio Shack actually sell? They were selling, of course, cords, TVs, all that like weird stuff. But they also started to sell cell phones for Sprint and Verizon and AT&T. Just like whenever you go into... Sam's Club or you go into um, Costco and you can buy different radio or not radio, but you could buy different cell phones from those places. Radio Shack at the end was doing that as well. But I'm just happy to see that someone finally gets how to use Twitter. Like that's exactly what we should be doing on Twitter. There shouldn't be anything else that we're doing on Twitter. Twitter is all about having fun. Saying the most random shit. But now it's hard to say the most random shit ever. Just because you don't know what's going to get you in trouble. Just saying. You don't. You never know what's going to get you in trouble. I try to behave on there. 
That's why I don't tweet that much. That's why I'm not on social media much anymore. Just sometimes it's like, man, what am I going to say? Okay, that actually might get me in trouble. Let me backspace on that. But you know what else would get me in a lot of trouble? Spending money on going on an awesome-ass vacation or spending money on some awesome-ass experience. I feel like Nora would get really mad at me for just booking something without even talking to her, without even, like, consulting her on on this idea that I have. I was talking to my buddy Taylor. I, I, I mean, I mentioned him a lot on this podcast because I talk to him all the time. But I was talking to him about what's an experience that you don't care how much money you spend, you're just doing it no matter what. Because we were talking about golf courses and how much we would be willing to pay to play at like Pebble Beach or Augusta National. But, you know, those are experiences that would cost a lot of money and probably ones that I wouldn't really... I mean, Pebble Beach, I think, can be affordable. It's a few hundred dollars, maybe more like $500. But I don't think I would ever spend the money to go out to California, play there. I don't think I would do that. Augusta National, I think I would pay all that money just because it's so exclusive to play there. I mean, you have to be invited to be a member at Augusta National. So I may, if I had the opportunity, pay a shit ton of money. But one real experience that I would not mind just breaking the bank on is going to WrestleMania. Sitting front row, doing all the autograph signings, going to, um, like, they have a WrestleMania shop. I would go to that. I would go to the the Friday Night SmackDown before. I would go to the, the Raw After Mania. Like, I would do the whole experience. And I would be willing to spend thousands of, of dollars on it. WrestleMania has turned into a two-day thing, so the tickets easily can cost $2,000. Like I said, I, I would do it in a heartbeat. Do it in a heartbeat. And I'm sure there's something that you have, too, that if you had the opportunity to actually do it, that you would just be like, yeah, sure, Go right ahead, take all my money, because I want to do that. I tell you one experience that I would never spend a dime on. That I've heard someone say that uh, their uh, partner just did. Go skydiving. Skydiving to me sounds sounds crazy, sounds bizarre. To willingly pay someone to go jump out of a plane in hopes that your parachute goes off and you not get hurt when you hit the ground. Because if you're not someone that is really trained in how to do it, you have to go with someone, like an instructor, and they open your parachute and everything, I would not want someone attached to me while I'm falling out of an airplane. No thank you. 
And it's actually a good thing that you're not strapped to their back because if I ever had to jump out of an airplane, I'm pissing myself. You're only cool if you pee your pants. No way. No way you could ever get me to pay money Mm-mm. to jump out of an airplane. There's a few other things that I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend a dime on either, on an experience. There's a lot. Actually, there's a lot of experiences out there that I would not be willing to do to pay any sort of money. By the way, here's an update from the last episode. I am now in the watch game. I told you I didn't want to spend a lot of money. I didn't spend a lot of money. I got three watches. I got three watches for a really good deal. They're not, they're okay watches, but they're ones that are going to get the job done. So I could rotate between the watches. I'm excited about it. It's supposed to come in by Saturday, they said, but we'll see. So I'm in the watch game now. We'll see how bad this obsession gets. I hope not too bad. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a lot of money in order to get into the rich game or get into the watch game because those get expensive. And if I did get into the watch game, eventually I would want to get a Rolex because that's the granddaddy of them all. That would, that's not an experience that I'd be willing to pay a lot of money on. But if I get into this watch game and I really love it, I bet you I would spend a cool 10 G's on a Rolex. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Luke Kelly Show. You have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you next week here on the Luke Kelly Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.